0: Hi there and welcome to the last row in the Get Fit by Rowing series. It's row 24 and we're outside again. Hopefully the water tank can handle being out in the sun. But uh, anyway, what we're going to do today is five by five. If we're going to do five minute intervals, uh, five of them, and we're going to have two and a half minutes rest in between. I'm going to do it at a hard kind of uh, that tempo intensity. Now, what does that mean? That means kind of seven to eight out of ten intensity. It means your heart rate is going to be between 70 and 90% of your max maximum heart rate so you're going to start probably in that kind of 70 75 and drift up and then after five minutes you might not quite get that much higher but then into the next interval you will get higher but what i want to do is make sure you don't get too far past that 90 percent maybe in the last interval if you want to fine do what you wish and then the last one is your 2k training pace now this is kind of going to come down to what your stroke rate's like if you're going to do this at 24 strokes a minute then maybe about 2k plus 12 if you're going to do it around about 26 maybe about 2k plus 9 but i want to make sure that it stays within that's 7 to 8 out of 10 intensity feeling for that kind of how what you feel is going into okay right we have to still get into our four minute warm-ups so that means you have to set up your machine first and again on a water rower there's not much I can do all I have to do is set my monitor height and my foot stretchers if you're in a concept 2 then obviously you have to set your drag factor first set that to where you want it to be if you don't know where you want it to be then set it between 4 and 5 and then check out the video I have up here that'll give you a bit more info about drag factor if you have like a resistance control set it to a point where you get a nice feel from the stroke but it doesn't feel like you have to tug against it to get it moving, all right? And then finally, for those foot stretchers, what you want to do is set them to a height where you're able, these are still set for socks, <laughs> um, you're able to come into the front of the machine with your shins in a vertical position comfortably. If you're set too high, that can be a bit tough to get there. Set too low, you can go scooting straight past, all right? So four-minute warm-up, do this round about 20 strokes a minute, and that intensity, we're going to start off the same as always, as though you're just standing up from a squat with a couple of shopping bags, okay? Okay. Whoosh, sunglasses on. Oh, crack, they're warm. <laughs> okay, here we go in. in three, two, one. Let's begin. Ooh. No, oh, no, I have had the water roller outside before. I was about to say this is the first time I've done it. But I've had it out on my little patio area before, but I've not had it on the grass. Let's hope nothing untoward happens today. <laughs> I mean, it's, again, it's Scottish heat. It's not real heat. It's only like, I don't know, 17, 18 degrees today but I'm not entirely sure how well the plastic and the drum is going to deal with heat on it so let's hope the water swirling around inside it will keep it nice and cool. It was actually a bit more overcast when I started today so I'm going to set everything up. (sighs) Okay so let's take three more strokes. then you can think about increasing that push from your legs okay so just add in a bit more of a push so you're getting up to kind of around the pace that you're rowing your low intensity sessions at so if you've been doing them around about 205 pace then you want to be around about there right now just to help you warm up now I'm going to try and cover technique stuff in the first of our intervals today so that's why I'm not really talking too much technique in this warm up but we are about to hit the drill section should help anyway so a few more strokes and then we'll take one foot out, put it on the ground one more so take a foot out put it on the ground continue rowing still yet to find a properly comfortable place to do this on the water rower, like the, where to put my foot first world problems eh? where do I put my foot when I'm doing single leg drills? So, okay, one more here and then swap feet. So one in, one out. Again, I have heard that the monorail version of the water rower does make some of this stuff simpler. Your feet are slightly wider apart during the row as well. And, but definitely like this model I'm not complaining about it at all it's just different okay both feet back in and keep your legs straight and roll with your back and arms so that means swing over your hips pull in your arms and out with your arms swing forwards again over your hips swing, pull push, swing Remembering nice fluid release of your arms, you're not throwing them away like you're scared of them. Okay, let's roll into the front, the fours tilt, straight arms, and just push out from the front with your legs, okay? Keep those arms nice and straight, keep that fours tilt, and just push with the legs. This is about getting power in from your legs, not using your back or your arms add in power just to channel that power from your legs last one right have a quick drink keep on moving up and down the rail and i'll quickly describe one more time what it is we're doing today okay then just as a quick recap what we're doing is five five minute intervals with two and a half minute rests in between And intensity wise, you're doing this at like seven or eight out of 10, which means that kind of 70 up to 90 range of your heart rate. Okay, so it's gonna kind of gradually go up through this workout. Don't worry about not hitting 90% straight off. Okay, so zone three to four is what you're rowing this in. Okay. And then from a 2K training pace point of view, well, you're looking at either 24 strokes a minute, run about 2K plus 12, or 26 strokes a minute, run about 2K plus nine. I think I'm going to do this at the 24 strokes a minute, just to try and make sure my heart rate doesn't balloon. Cause I'm just making, I just want to make sure I don't exhaust myself at the end of the week. Cause I've still got lots of stuff to do. got a lovely walk ahead of us tomorrow. We're going up to Loch Lomond to climb a, um, climb a Monroe. So that'd be nice. I want to make sure I'm not too tired for that. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna have a quick drink before I start, even though we'll get a rest in five minutes. Ah, okay, sunglasses on again. All right, here we go then. In five, four, three, two, one, go. Now, if you're wondering why I was laughing there, it's because I think that's the first time I've ever done a countdown to the start of a row. Uh, from five. I tend to always go 3, 2, 1, whereas for some strange reason today I decided to go from (laughs) 5 Okay, so our first 5 minute interval Like I say, I'm doing this at 24 strokes a minute And I'm doing it at 157 pace Just to see how that sits with my zone 3 to 4 training goal now like I say it's a broad range that's 70 to 90% of max heart rate so with 5 intervals to work through it in this session you can either take your time to get up there making sure you're at least at zone 3 or you can try and get up to zone 4 within this first interval and then try and maintain it for the whole workout which because we've got a 2 to 1 ratio of work to recovery should be okay you'll get enough recovery to Let your heart rate drop, but not so much that you fully recover. All right, so coming up for two minutes in, let's do a technique checklist. I think arms, shins, and back for. The start of the stroke. The catch. So, as you come forwards, right before you take your stroke, if you can think straight arms with nice, relaxed muscles and a forwards tilt of your back over your hips towards the front of the machine and then only slide forwards far enough that your shins are vertical and that'll be you set up perfectly for the drive there's a lot of nuances let's not talk nuances yet as you put the power in hold that forwards tilt and straight arms And think about pushing the machine away from you with your feet rather than pulling on the handle. Okay, listen a minute. So for the majority, of the stroke your arms and hands are just bracing against the power from your legs it's only at the back of the stroke that you finally pull in your arms ok 10 seconds 3 2 1 now I was on force curve there rather than heart rate so Uh, 144 beats per minute which is annoyingly my heart rate isn't connected to smart roll right now so I have to do the maths 144 and my 90% point is 156 so (laughs) yes that's what happens when you don't check the connection between your heart rate and the app first sometimes it auto connects it's weird sometimes I'll go in to connect and I'll just say hi I'm here don't worry about me and then other times like today my my zone isn't being seen maybe going in to check whether the heart rate is connected is actually what makes it connect so alright right. as it's halfway through the rest, rest, make sure and have a drink. That's cool. Tank feels nice and cool. So that's fine. Different pair of sunglasses today. Still the Kylo in the wild. Brand that I've been talking about. I, I don't get, I'm not on any kind of kickback or anything from them, I just really like them. These ones are called Chewy. Because they're kind of that um, tortoiseshell kind of pattern, but some might say it looks a little bit like chewbacca I'm gonna have another quick drink before we got just over 30 seconds to go. Oh, had I known the sun was going to be splitting the clouds by the time I started this workout, I wouldn't have worn a t-shirt. I'd have worn my vest, but. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe you're fed up of seeing so much skin from yesterday's rule. I think it's Mayfly season. (laughs) Okay, 10 seconds to go until the next interval. Exactly the same thing again, okay? My heart rate is recovered down to 76 beats per minute. Three, two, one. Go. So basically my heart rate recovered to half of where it was at. I'm happy with I did find towards the end of that interval though I was down at 150 pace while I was talking techniques so whether that was that I was pushing things or whether it's just because I was cleaning up my own technique I was suddenly going faster (laughs) tell you what else I should have done today shaved it's like there is continuity through this week as you've seen my stubble grow from session to session but it does make my face rather warm I'm not going to complain in the slightest. Tell you one thing though, dragging the water roar out from the studio into the garden is a lot tougher than bringing the Concept 2 out. The 17 litres of water make this a bit of a heavy beast although I do have plans to try and do some more outside rows around Scotland I don't think that they will be on my Concept 2 sorry on my water row, they will be on my Concept 2 a little bit lost time wise because the smart roll app even with the rests just counts down from 35 so I think that's us halfway through this one I know I said I try and get technique out the way in one interval but I think I'll just do the piecemeal thing where I talk about a little bit in one interval and then give you a chance to focus on it rather than over burdening you with the entire how to row thing. I am planning on making a standalone video where rather than doing it in situ in the middle of a training workout, I just slow it right down. And take you through each stage and what drills may work if you are struggling with a specific section is that a minute to go i think so so hopefully in this interval you've just been focusing on arms back and shins I spoke about in the last one down at 153 pace and heart rate is at 150 so that's and that's AT3 if memory serves Three, two, one. right, have a rest so hopefully you're at the right intensity where ooh, it certainly feels tougher than one of the low intensity rows that we did yesterday but nowhere near as tough as the max intensity row and maybe what will happen is over the course of this workout by the time you get to the fifth interval it may start to feel as though it's kind of nudging, sinking its claws into that zone 5, more like a 9 out of 10 intensity just because of duration, in which case that's perfect because it means you've been putting in the right amount of intensity what well, I certainly don't want is for it to get easier towards the end that you're backing off and you're suddenly back down into zone 3 or something it is kind of the woolly side of doing a training plan just for fitness and basing it on heart rate or even the RPE, the effort out of 10 thing where it's, Mostly, as long as you're rowing, you're going to be getting fitter. Okay, so what it comes down to is how to maximize your time, how to make it more and more efficient on the time, so that on the rowing machine, sorry, so that you're spending your time wisely and then looking after your energy. But then, I suppose, depends what you're up to tomorrow as to whether you want to burn out today or not. Uh, With this being the last uh, row of the series, if you want to make this a blaze of glory and go out nice and fast for the last 5 minute interval and by all means do and like I say I'm not going to because I'm going to to preserve my energy, I've got this walk I'm going to do with the family tomorrow and then I've got more training to do I've got the next block of training that I'm going to do um, and then around still making the roll along workouts even though I'm not going to be making a series, I'm still going to be rowing <sighs> ok so 15 seconds to go 10 seconds to go 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go Same thing again And it is going to be a little bit weird Possibly for you as well Getting to the end of this series And then being like Oh, what do I do now? And that's why I've already looked at, kind of planned out what days I'm going to row, what days I'm going to bike see if I can possibly run at any point next week if my back feels okay and my hip feels okay and I could suggest you just do the same, just think about what your goals are, what you want to do next, whether you want to use what you've developed in this series to move on a stage maybe do the 10k plan maybe half marathon or maybe focus on some faster stuff like 2k plan and my one of my big intentions and let's hope that I follow through with them is I want to spend some time investigating my 2k pace not only with a view to trying to improve it but also comparing the water rower and concept 2 just cuz i know there's always discussions about is it easier on a water rower or whatever and so by juggling performance goals but also machine reviews i will give me a reason to focus on my training. I'd love to try the 2K on as many machines as possible, but unfortunately, I don't have a pot of money to buy loads of machines. Okay, so back to technique when it comes to the drive arms straight, forwards tilt and push the machine away with your legs, or your feet so that you're holding that Forwards tilt and arm straight as long as possible, and then only towards the back end of the stroke do you finally swing your back from forwards to backwards lean and then pull in your arms so try and focus on that for the last minute of this interval push push, swing push, swing, pull push, swing, pull and try and be mindful of an early backswing or an early arm pull. Keep those arms straight. If you see your elbows bending before you get to the back of the stroke then you're pulling too soon. Four, three, two, one. Now, if you have programmed in this row to like a concept two or something, and you are rowing it uh, along to the YouTube, um Video, sorry heart rate's at 151 after 15 seconds of or 25 seconds of recovery so it's probably nudging 90 already then uh, yeah if you're doing this to the video and you've programmed at intervals chances are if you're using a Concept 2 we're starting to go out of sync and someone I can't remember who, I don't know if it was Adam or Justin or Chris, I can't remember who said it yesterday, so apologies for not remembering. I should have written this down before I came out. But they gave a great tip that if you just on the YouTube, because that'll be running fast, if you, in the rest period, just hit pause, play, that's usually enough, just bump, bump. That one second it takes is usually enough to kind of kick you back into uh, sync with me, um, On the video and you on your rowing machine so if it's to hand just go pause play and you should find you're back in sync and if you're still kind of only fixed at half do it again pause play and just kind of be mindful of that because it's not that bad when you're only one second out but if you go through this is what nine intervals in total so this the turn nine seconds in nine seconds out we could end up like 20 seconds apart by the end because so I think it's up and up to two seconds. The Concept2 monitor will wait for you to start before it just automatically starts. So when I say go, if you're still, I don't know, fumbling with your foot straps or something, the monitor will sit there and wait two seconds and then it'll kick over. But then you'll be two seconds at a time with me because I'm just on a complete straight count now. Okay, 15 seconds to go. Until our second last interval. Oh, this is going quite smoothly today, isn't it? Six, five, four, three, two, one, go. A famous last words. What's going to go wrong? I already checked the battery and the camera in between the warm-up and starting the main session. And it was a good thing I did, because. It would have died halfway through this workout. So we're now running off mains. What else? The battery in the phone is pretty much fully charged. We've already had the problem with my heart rate's not connected, so hopefully that's the worst that can happen. What I don't want is for there to be any kind of pressure build-up in the water tank from the heat and then it explodes on me <laughs> which is probably if anything's going to go that'll be it but hey at least I'm running at least I'm running the camera so I'm still hovering I'm kind of ranging between 153 and 157 I'm not entirely sure what it is I'm doing to create such a large range I think it's the timing of the catch I think if I pause a little at the front I'm on the slower end whereas if I try and come forwards and instantly turn it around I'm going a little faster and what that suggests is that when I pause at the front, even for like two tenths of a second, my backside escapes from underneath me, reducing the amount of leg drive. I can put into the machine, and like I say, the power is all legs, so if I'm losing three or four inches of leg drive, especially that front end explosive leg drive that will account for a few seconds of pace because for all the people who over compress at the front or over lean at the back you'd be better off just addressing the timing of your drive making sure your body is in the right position and you're not leaking because either your backside escapes out from underneath you or you're pulling too early or swinging your back too early All right. 10 seconds. Three, two, one. Ah. 160 beats per minute. So that's me nudged into the nineties now. But I did, Finish that down at kind of 152 pace. So, uh, that explains it's because I went a bit too fast. So it's now kind of the heart rate will recover, hopefully to round about the 120 range, maybe, maybe slightly less and it will drift back up again over the 5 minutes and the downside is because all I've got is my Apple Watch telling me what my heart rate is I'm not really looking at it so this is where if you're doing heart rate training odd thing to say on the very last session I agree (laughs) but if you're ever doing heart rate training make sure you can see it clearly what zone you're in Okay. Whereas because it's on my watch I'm kind of not really focusing on it during the row so we're what, a minute 15 into this rest and I've actually already recovered down to 103 beats per minute so my max that I've reached, uh, achieved recently was 174 even though if I was to use a calculator it has 172 but I've managed 174 my resting heart rate when I wake up in the morning is 37. So that gives you the parameters that I work between when it comes to effort and things. And so with 30 seconds to go until the next one, I'm at 90 beats per minute. So quite pleased, I'll probably come down to maybe, maybe around about 80, who knows. Um, And we think some people have a resting heart rate of 80, then 15 seconds to go. Ooh. Right, 10 seconds to go and that'll be our last interval. Six, five, four, three, two, one, go. It's the same thing again. Unless, of course, you're wanting to push it for the next five minutes. It's up to you. But yeah, last interval of this row and the last interval of the Get Fit by Rolling series. Which I hope you've enjoyed. And remember, this isn't like a starter beginner's series. Apart from maybe <coughs> the first week where it possibly, <coughs> excuse me, it was a bit on the lenient side. But if you Want to come back to this series one day just pick up from week two if you like and use it to fine tune your fitness i've got a whole bunch of different collections on my channel though so you shouldn't need to come straight back there's the 30 days of 30 minutes, there's all the performance plans. There's the half marathon plan, which is just really about expanding your fitness to be able to row a half marathon. It's not really a performance-based plan. And then all the standalones I've got as well or you could just make up your own using my workouts just follow the mid bottom top bottom mid intensity pattern and just pick a different row from my huge back catalogue and talking of back let's close off technique with the recovery element. So you take the drive, pull in to a strong finish, and then release the handle at the same pace you pulled it in at. So in, out, in, out, and use the momentum of your arms away to be what triggers your forwards body rock rock so that by the time your hands are past your knees and at the right height all you have to do is bend your knees to effortlessly slide forward. Now, a water roller doesn't have the downward slope that a Concept2 has, yet I'm still returning to the front without tugging on the foot straps because I'm using my body's momentum. And then last thing to say is handle height. When you finish, I want you to imagine you are pulling the handle in and out of a bubble it's floating up to the sky. So as you come forwards the handle comes back up to a neutral height. Okay? It's not up in the air. It's not scraping off your knees. It's a nice neutral height. All right, three, two, one. Workout complete. 160 again, so I played that last one smart. Instead of really gunning it, I'm firmly in that kind of cusp zone 4 and zone 5, of course it all depends some people say zone 5 is 95 to 100% of maximum rather than 90 to 100 so if that's the case, I'm still in 4 right, let me quickly save that workout and then it's a 2 minute cool down, load it up do this at your 5 out of 10 low intensity pace and then back off the intensity over the course of the two minutes. In three, two, one, go. Uh, and then I'll try and get through the stretching section as quick as I can, because now that I've said it, I'm a little worried about the pressure inside the water tank in this from the heat of the sunlight. I should really get in touch with Ben from Waterroar and ask his advice and say is that a bad idea? the grass is dry so nothing untowards should be happening to the frame itself in terms of moisture and grass stains and stuff but I've enjoyed making this plan on the mixture of the two machines. Like I said a couple of times, they both do the same thing, but they also both feel different. Like I really do notice a dead spot on the water roar if I get lazy about that backswing in order to keep the paddle accelerating and going fast through the water you have to get the sequencing right of legs, back and arms because otherwise if you do it wrong and lose the backswing all you really get is the leg drive and then a little addition from your arms and the leg drive makes the water go faster then your arms can pull in so that's where the flat spot comes from one more stroke and there we go that's all the rowing done in this series so one last stretching section so if you don't have time to stretch please take a moment at least to stretch your quads your hamstrings and your glutes Okay, not in the shower I don't want to slip and fall over, but just try and stretch them. Or if hopefully by now you know the score, you should have found a stretching mat if there is one where you are and you're ready. Stretching John will take you through some stretches on a mat and I will take you through some stretches on the on the rowing machine and I will complain about the, the rails on the water roar. So put your feet back in the straps, nice and straight, kind of legs straight but not locked knees. Okay, there's a fine line between locked and straight. Hands in the air and then fold forwards. Send your heart down towards your legs. And then just rest your hands on your ankles or shins or feet or wherever you naturally stretch to as you're doing this. And then after a few seconds, if you want, you can walk your fingers forwards and see whether you can increase that stretch, okay? So downside to walking across the top of your feet is it's quite easy to just hook your fingers over your feet and then you kind of cause that tension of almost pulling yourself forward and I've said before about how that can lead to injury so just be careful if you're going to do that let's do glutes next so one leg up on the rail who knows what way I'm going to face this time bring your other foot over so that the your heel is in the crook of your knee bring that knee across your body and then either hold onto your knee or put your tricep against the knee or whatever works for you But either way, rotate round. You can tell I've been doing the yoga thing because it was last night's one is when the tutor in the yoga video was saying about put your tricep to your knee and rotate. So it's a different way to do it rather than pulling. Because again, tricep to the knee is less of a, here I've got some force. I can kind of pull myself and my knee across my body. Which like I say, if you're forcing something sometimes you can give yourself a wee bit of an injury. So, swap legs. So again, as he does exactly the same thing. And then rotate round. And remember, I'm holding onto the back of the seat here just as an anchor point and stability, of course. Otherwise I could corkscrew myself off the seat, <laughs> flying off into the sky. This ain't Kansas anymore, NEM. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, there's fly bugs everywhere. I don't know if you saw, that just flicking, flicking them off me the whole time during today's row. Who knows how many I've trapped in the strap of the, the handle. They've got squashed on the way back. Right, quads next. So I'm going to rest a hand on the monitor for stability. Flick the opposite foot up behind me. And then just have just enough force to put a stretch into that quad. Remember, quads were talking the higher up, or sorry, the middle... Um, front part of your leg, big meaty part not higher, higher up not up here this is what we'll stretch next <sighs> oh, good grief getting dive bombed I know there's a thing with is it little midges that really like um, carbon dioxide and that's what they go for they sense like, things that they can eat through carbon dioxide so you've got to figure I'm giving off quite a bit of it having been rowing back and forwards, so that's probably why all these flies are coming for me. I can hear the faint buzz of bees on the big pink flower. Azalea? I don't know what it is. I should ask Julie. <laughs> um, I can hear them buzzing around. I love watching bees. They're on, um, I mean, bees in a hive are fascinating we just watch bees just buzzing around a flower Oh, right! one foot in front of you knee behind you, 90 degree angles on both sides tense your stomach muscles Urgh. tense your glute that has the knee on the ground Urgh. and then lean back very slightly I hear music <laughs> it's just much nicer isn't it a little musical accompaniment from across the way instead of I don't know, lawnmowers or chainsaws or dogs nothing against dogs I want to make that clear. The dog's barking while I'm trying to do a piece of camera. It's just quite annoying. I'd love a dog. I've said this before, haven't I? Where if it wasn't for work, uh, I'd get a dog, Ch- change legs. Um, yeah, right now I've got a real, you know how, how um, people talk about having like a the biological, the baby clock, the biological clock is ticking. Oh, I need to have a baby, I need to have a baby. Right now I want a, want a little Cocker Spaniel. I've seen loads of people with Cocker Spaniels recently and you know how this, it's like when you want something, you see it more. And a little Cocker Spaniel with the little fluffy ears. That's what I'd like. Of course, my two cats would not like that. Lulu and Isa would both be like, what are you doing to us? So, but yeah, because of work. Because uh, sometimes I'm away and Julie's away, you can't have a dog in the house. And although some edit suites are quite good at letting you take your dog into work with you, i don't think that's very fair either either on the dog or the person i'm working with so okay right uh, let's do forearms the normal way rather than on the ground i'll explain why in a second hands in front of your face and then push them together and bring your hands down in front of your body so your thumbs kind of at sternum height uh-huh. your forearms will be parallel to the ground and hopefully this is giving you a nice stretch into your wrists and forearms yeah what i realized when i was watching the video so why am i suddenly speaking at a million miles an hour <laughs> What i suddenly realized when i was watching the video back yesterday when I did the version of me doing this on the ground and turn the hands around and whatever, I was completely out of frame. Didn't realize I'd come so far forward that you couldn't see what my hands were doing. Hopefully you got it when I said you turn your hands around. But yeah, but it is a really good stretch for your forearms if you're doing that, especially if you're doing kind of yoga-based stuff anyway, when you get into tabletop, you just spin your, your hands around. Uh, it's tabletop. yeah. Because It's a reverse bridge is the one that, that she keeps on saying. She's like, put your hands behind you and feet in front and thrust your hips up into the air into reverse, reverse tabletop it is. Um, and I'm like a, a saggy bridge <laughs> I'm trying to do it. All right, let's move on to shoulders next. Hands straight in front of you, across your body. And then hold, that just hold that stretch of your shoulder. Your arm across your body. straight Yeah, sorry. I lost the ability to speak just then, hopefully. Come on, we're, done, we're on row twenty-four. Hopefully, you have done this enough. You know where I'm on about. Uh, yeah, it's interesting how the past. I've been like the past four rows, three rows. I've been talking about this, the yoga thing more. Just mostly just because I've started doing it again. But it really does make a difference. So it's the. I Don't know if it's still called Down Dog. It used to be called Down Dog. Um, now it might just be called Yoga. Um, and that's the app I use and it's kind of it's like a 15 minute the a restorative session and it's just various things mostly just stretches and quite good for back stuff so that's what I've been doing and why I've I mean I've always been like this every time I've started something I've kind of always ended up talking about it I remember I used to <laughs> my poor mum oh there might times I must have bored her with stuff like when I uh yeah, all the time, like drumming, I must have bored her about that when I started squash. I remember boring her about that. Cause she even said to me, she's like, I wish you wouldn't tell me these things. Cause I'd always tell her about how hard it was and how I'd be lying on the ground afterwards. And she's like, I really wish you wouldn't tell me these things. I do worry about you. Mum was very well-spoken. She was a, a brummy, Birmingham. Right there, uh, this is how I shall use to speak. Um, I think it was Brummie, could have been Liverpool. <laughs> Uh, but she taught herself she wanted to be a receptionist, secretary type, and so she taught herself, taught herself received uh, pronunciation so that she could be good on the phone. And so she had she very, very politely spoken, my mother. Very politely. Um, right, let's move on to biceps next. Hands behind you and rotate your thumbs outwards uh, to give a stretch. That's someone's drilled, by the way. There wasn't an uh, accident happening. <laughs> it headed a bit like it i was watching something today oh if uh, if you're uh, if you're this way inclined that you find it entertaining you should look for it. there was a film 80s film i think it must have been 80s uh, with ralph macchio, macchio um not karate kid um he did make other films uh called crossroads and at the end of it there's a guitar duel between him and it's like the devil will <laughs> be um and uh I wasn't like that, <laughs> and and so there's this guitar Jules, And you've got Steve Vai, the the rock guitar. Steve Vai's is like playing like the Devil's Hand Man playing, and Ralph Macchio's playing on his. And some guy has the move on to triceps. So hand up in the air, put it on your back, and some some guy has basically reproduced whatever it is that Ralph Macchio, Macchio, um, Ralph. Uh, it w- was actually playing because he was miming so he's reproduced what he was actually playing on the guitar and it's hilarious just that he's kind of like <laughs> but it's meant to be this kind of absolute guitar for virtuoso thing but the very 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 end of it is just hilarious i was in tears watching it this morning so yeah So hunt for that on youtube can't remember what it, if you just kind of do crossroads reel or something it might pop up um but it's a great, I used to watch that all the time, it's like the, the, the piece of music at the end that they kind of they duel with uh, is that kind of proper, just through the, the note changes and the chord changes and all that kind of stuff and the key change, uh, it's proper like goosebump stuff if you like that kind of kind of rocky guitar music which is I'm a, I'm a real sucker for, I've always been a, that's kind of the music that I really love is that kind of that Van Halen-y kind of soul guitar led, Joe Saturani, Steve Vai, obviously um, so yes, I used to watch that all the time and so to, it's just it's quite funny there we go. Um, I, I, at least I, I, I didn't get distracted that much in today's row, did I? Um, so I, I know I need to get back on point a little bit in terms of being a bit more entertaining on the, on the stuff. I kind of, I feel like I'm talking a little bit too straight nowadays. So, um, and it's only really in the stretching things, I tend to have an epic rant. So, so there we go. We're done. That's it hope you have got fit by rowing, basically. Um, uh, Do let me know how you got on with the series. Do you feel it helped? Did you see any change? How have you measured your fitness? All that kind of stuff. Do get in touch and let me know. Uh, and, And also let me know what you're going to move on to next. And get in touch if you want any advice. If you want me to look at your technique. If you want me to suggest what to do next and whatever just get in touch um i keep on thinking that i could do like a one-on-one thing and actually kind of properly coach people but i just don't think i have have time or whatever but i can help i can do via email and video reviews stuff i'm here to help you if you want any help all right so don't let this be the end um it's like we're breaking up isn't it remember i've got lots of other stuff okay so you can just carry carry on looking through the channel and keep an eye out for what's coming next too so there's still gonna be roll-alongs reviews all that stuff so um yeah so look after yourselves and i will hopefully see you in a future video until then roll well be well bye bye